It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Miller bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And speaking of the Wasatch Front, coming into, well, coming into, we are full force in fall. Yes. If you're outside, you see the colors changing. You can feel the temperature dropping. Yep. And if you're wary towards it, look on the bright side because it is stunning, especially if you get into the mountains and plan some great drives. And that's what Ethan is going to tell us all about. Yes, uh, there are some awesome drives uh, available right now. Now, a couple of words of warning. These drives are going to take you up into higher elevations. Weather can change quickly. And this time of year means it can snow on you. It can mm-hmm. snow a lot. So keep a close eye on the conditions of these roads because a lot of these roads are closed during the winter, which means you may have a little bit of difficulty. You should be ready to bail if yeah. you feel <laughs> even just this. They're open right now. Mm-hmm. But – you know, we're, we're getting on that area, that time period where we, we can see a lot of snow drop very, very quickly in oh, a short yes, period definitely. of time. And if that gets you stuck, you're in bad, bad, bad shape. Especially so, if you don't have a four-wheel drive vehicle or, you know, something that can handle it. Just be smart. That's right. So, but uh, a couple of these are super, super well-known. So let's start with maybe maybe the most well-known fall driving experience, and that is the Alpine Loop, which runs – you drive up American Fork Canyon and then down past Sundance Mountain Resort and down into Provo Canyon. Okay. And it's a little loop that you can take. And it really is very, very beautiful because you get up there on that side of Timpanogos and it's just so startling, that view of that mountain peak. I still believe, I still believe that Sundance is our most scenic ski resort. And I've never been there. I, Are I you shocked think, by that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually I'm not because – I think most people don't ski Sundance. Mm-hmm. Most people ski the other ones. Yep. So it doesn't really surprise me. And anyway, you're in Salt Lake. It's a little bit far to go. Right. But it, but you should definitely try it at least once because it is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And we've got some beautiful ski resorts. Yeah. But skiing there in the shadows of Mount Timpanogos, it really is something else. Okay. Anyway, so that is one of them, Alpine Loop. And, again, and just Google some of these. Just Google these. Alpine Loop. It's a common thing. You'll find it it'll as soon pop as you search right it. Yep, it'll pop right up. It'll get you up there and enjoying these, these beautiful, beautiful leaves. Next up is uh, Trapper's Loop. Now, Trapper's Loop, and, and this is actually something that you – there are actually multiple areas to view in this arena. Enjoying some great fall leaves can be just as easy as going to Ogden and then driving up Ogden Canyon. But if you take Trapper's Loop, which is Highway 167, you get on it at Mountain Green, and you can take it north towards Pine View Reservoir. That really shows you some beautiful, beautiful areas. So if you're up in the Ogden area, Mm -hmm. try that. Give that a try. It really is amazing. 
And does that – I'm not super familiar with all the places you listed, but is that uh, Pine View Reservoir, is that kind of near Snow Basin? It is exactly. It's okay. just north of Snow Basin. So uh, so the Trapper's Loop Road will take you up past Snow Basin. Okay. So you're going to see some very, very beautiful things there in mm-hmm. Weber County. So Google Trapper's Loop. It'll come right up. And then there's a personal favorite of mine. I know you're familiar with this one, and yes. that is Mirror Lake Highway. Mm-hmm. Now, Mirror Lake Highway kind of splits the difference, I guess, between Trapper's Loop and and yeah. uh, and the uh, Alpine Alpine Loop. Yeah, uh, but it's pretty far to the east. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. further east than Park City. You get out there. Yeah, but it really is very very beautiful. You can take it out there from. Uh, hold on. I got the map right here. Why am I trying to remember? Why am I trying to <laughs> guess where it is? I'll just tell you where it is. So you get out there. It's on the other side of Camus. So you yeah, get into Camus. 40, right? That's, uh, 80 to 40? Uh, that's right. And from Camus, you just drive up into the mountains and you, mm-hmm. you honestly can't miss it. Mm-hmm. And then this, you can kind of take it as far as you want. But it's a good long drive. It'll take you all the way up into... Uh, Wyoming, if you let it. Yeah. So if you wow. take it all the way around. So that's a, that's a big loop. Take it around from Camas. You drive up to Camas all the way up around to Evanston, then come back down into I-80. It's a big drive, but it really is, really is gorgeous. That, that would be cool. That would yeah. be a cool weekend to plan. Maybe find a – I'm sure there's somewhere out there that has a lodge or some really remote cabins or something that could be a cool winter – Fall excursion. I'd check Airbnb. Or Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what I, that's where I would go. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Three really cool trips. Mm-hmm. Mirror Lake, Trapper's Loop, Alpine Loop. Google those. But, man, be really, really – be really wary of conditions. Yeah. yeah. It can get so bad so fast. Mm-hmm. And if you slide off the road, no one finds you <laughs> and – I mean, I yeah. don't want to get morbid, but you yeah, freeze to yeah, death. Yeah, exactly. Right? You, this- you have to be aware of your conditions and aware of your surroundings yeah. and know that you're in you're in the mountains in Utah and there's man. some unexpected weather and you just have to be prepared for it. Yeah, man. It can kick your butt. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to grab a break. When we come back, when we come back, Taylor's going to tell you about a great place she visited, some hot springs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may be closing down your camping gear. You may be putting away your camping gear, but everyone loves a good hot springs, even when the weather's cold. Maybe keep that bathing suit out. Maybe especially when the weather's cold. Yes, yes. We'll hit it when we come back. So if you want to, if you don't want to drive, if you just want to soak, if you want to sit back and soak it all in mm-hmm. from a nice natural hot tub, Taylor, you've got a new hot springs to tell us about. I do. So if if uh, you listen to our podcast frequently, I think we've probably talked about some other hot springs in the area, and I'm just checking them off my list as I live here. Good. And this one was one that I didn't even discover on my own. Normally, I can find them all on my own research, but someone else brought this to my attention. And it's in Meadow, which is about two hours south. It's right off of I-15. It's so easy to get there. Um, And it is three pools. It's called – I think it's called Meadow Pots – Meadow Natural Pots Hot Springs. And so if you just type that into your maps, it will pop up as a location – 
And when you get out there, you know, you drive, take the exit for Meadow, and you drive for about 15 minutes out to this remote, remote field and area. You Okay. Think, you think you're get definitely going the wrong way. There's right. no way there could be these beautiful <laughs> hot springs out here. <laughs> and then you get to um, the dirt road and there's a loop. There's a complete loop and there are three pools al- around the loop. Cool. And if you go straight, instead of going left on the loop, you'll come across the coldest one, which is not cold. It's warm. But okay. I did not venture into that one. It was a bit too cold for me for the temperatures. It was raining when we were there, actually. Oh, all right. <laughs> and then the second one is it's definitely hot enough to get into. Okay. But the third one was the hottest, and that's where we parked and and hung out for a while. And it gets deep. It really? was It was in a section. There was about 20 feet deep. But then along it are all these rocks and stuff so you can sit, relax. Um, you know, you don't have to tread water or anything. There's right. plenty of – areas to sit and it was it was great and there were there were more people than we were hoping for how many do you think um spread out among the three pools there were uh i think there were six or seven cars okay and so we had about six other people in our pool because it was the hottest and then there were some other people in how the second lar- pool how large are these pools oh they're uh they're pretty big i mean um like that the six people we all were in our separate little areas. So it wasn't and, like everyone was in everyone else's no, conversations. No, or? no, it's definitely not like going to a hot tub at a hotel. Like it was, it was pretty spacious. It That's was, nice. it was the size of like a you know a backyard pool, kind of like that. So I'm looking at Meadow. Mm-hmm. So it's just south of Fillmore. Just south of Fillmore. Yes. So you head down to Fillmore, and then it's just a little bit further, mm-hmm. just a couple of miles further. And there are donation boxes because it is private property. Oh. Um, but it's. You know, they say that it's private, private pro- property, so be respectful. Right. These the people that own this are allowing you guys to use it, and there are donation boxes. So plan ahead, get some cash, and you know, just throw a few bucks in there. Right. So that you're not out there. Right. So that you, yeah. you know, you participate in helping yeah. keep it nice. And they are keeping it up. When we were there, the owner came out. And he was checking out the roads because of the rain. There was some damage. So he was kind of measuring and he was going to bring out some gravel and redo the roads. So, you know, he spends a lot of time keeping it keeping it updated. Really? So, yeah. Well, so so let me ask you this. So when you get off at uh, Meadow, do you head east towards the mountains or do you head west out into the fields? West, out into the fields. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. okay. All right. Yep. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. You know what else cool. is out there, which I'm at, I, and you may be aware of this, uh, but it is, there's some lava tubes out there. Oh, are there? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Meadow lava tubes. Oh, okay. I, I just was, I just was on Google Maps as you were talking because I wanted to see exactly where Meadow was. And oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just noticing there are lava tubes area. as well. Uh, something else I should mention. Okay. In definitely the coldest pool, um, I mean, in all the pools, but the coldest one, there were a ton of fish. You're kidding. Yeah. What kind of fish? Like Uh, little teeny ones or? No, I mean, there were definitely teeny ones, but we saw one that was, you know, I don't know, the size of a foot, the size 10, 12. (laughs) (laughs) So a large man's foot. (laughs) Yes. All right. Okay. That was the biggest fish we saw in the cold pool, but there were a ton of different types and colors. And it was so interesting. So that was a place where people like drop off their goldfish and stuff. (laughs) 
Um, someone might stick not. a piranha in there. What oh if someone God. stuck a piranha? Don't or say that. Gosh. No one do it. No one do it. Jeez. I'm just saying. Um, but the the one that we were in, which was the warmest, it's super deep, so it's kind of hard to see all the way down. There was uh, there was one guy with goggles, so that could be fun. <laughs> but when you, I kind of was able to make a shadow with my hands over my eyes and. And look down into the water if it's calm. And I saw a couple fish down there. So it's amazing that they can live in those super hot temperatures. Yeah, that is really interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. what kind of fish they are. And I wonder it, it's. I wonder if they're natural, like native fish, or yeah, if they are they were brought in. Yeah, someone dumped them in there. I don't know because there are a lot of backseat, uh, backyard, or what's the word I'm t- thinking of? Uh, mm-hmm. Amateur biologists that are always throwing fish in different <laughs> places. Well, yeah, amateur keyword. It's bad news. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so check it out. Uh, it's only two hours away from Salt Lake, and the farther south you live, the closer it is. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. If you're down in Provo or Spanish Fork, it's a lot closer. Yeah, yeah, than up and here. it was definitely worth it. Even if, you know, you just get off of work and, you know, want to do something rather than just sit at home and watch TV or do something boring, just drive down there and go take a dip in the hot springs. I love it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you take advantage of these things as they are somewhat time sensitive. So get out there and explore your Utah. Mm-hmm.